right, here we are. Uh, sorry, we're a little late tonight. Uh, had a lot going on, so we're jumping on a little late. So here we are with our This Week in Outrage show. So this is when Lisa and I talk about things that happened this week and kind of just see what was going on in the news and what caught our attention and see, see if we find anything uh, interesting or, I don't know, see if we can make a conversation out of it. Um, so, yeah, so we're running a little late. This is not the Outrage Overload podcast, which is a science podcast about outrage in society, outrage in politics, and lowering the temperature. This is a fun little chat show that we do on Sunday nights. Um, and uh, so if that the Outrage Overload show is at outrageoverload.net, and this show is on Wisdom and on Yurk's radio. And so here we are live. Hello, Lise. Hey, baby. How was your week? Oh, boy. <laughs> I brought you something. I see that. Nice. So here you go. All right, you ready? Yep. Oops, I splashed it everywhere. I did, too. <laughs> here, cheers. Cheers. Yep. All right. How are you doing? The conversation only gets better if you have a few beers. <laughs> we have something to drink. Great. Yeah. So it's it was a man. These weeks are going by fast. I know it's November. What the heck? Well, we yeah. Talking about we oh that well that starts the whole conversation about when does Christmas season start? <laughs> well, it has started. Yeah, it's already started. Whether we wanted to want it to start or not, the Christmas season has started, and mostly what that means for you and I is that we have to start uh, planning on where we want to be, who we want to be with. Um, who who will be with us? <laughs> yeah, who who will stand to be with us? Who will stand with us? Yeah, like those kind of plans, not necessarily figuring out gifts or anything, but just figuring out you know what's um, what is our Christmas season going to look like this year, and with the kids getting older and older. Um, yeah, including nephews and the whole extended family. Yeah, right. Then, uh, you know. So yes, Christmas season has started. So, and you're saying no, it has not? No, I mean, no. I mean, I think when I was a kid, it was always like Christmas season before Thanksgiving would be like, what? What are you talking about? But I think like nowadays, I kind of get it because, I mean, as a kid, a week is like a lifetime, right? That time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is like an eternity to a kid, right? Because mm -hmm. your clock is so different. Whereas now it's like for a for an adult trying to oh my god we got to deal with all these things in two weeks in three weeks oh my god I'm never able to do it you know so I totally get why the, we kind of keep moving it back but yeah I mean it just it starts getting earlier and earlier yeah and we have to and we have to start thinking about that um, what we how we want to deal with that yeah so anyway so uh, what what totally outreach I have a couple of things that totally outreach oh I me. I got to hear that then let's hear that what do you mean? I mean, a lot of the stuff that totally outrages me, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to bring it up on this show. It's like, it's too much. What? That's the whole point. Well, I know, but yeah. Maybe <laughs> outrage is not the right word. Maybe. Well, I think that we found a, a new word, um, a new term today was uh, the the outrage exhausted. Right, which is, yeah, similar to outrage overload, but yeah, it's a new word. Yeah. And also I saw the outrage fatigue. That's kind of similar vein. Yeah. So, um, well, the IRS announced new tax brackets. Oh, yeah? What's yeah. that about? Um, they're just changing the tax brackets around. Actually, they're... 
um, supposed to help the um, middle class a little more. The tax, uh, um, the tax brackets. They changed the, some of the cutoffs. Yeah, so you don't have to start paying thirty-seven percent of your tax of your income till you make seven hundred and thirty-one thousand dollars a year. Okay. Wait, seven hundred thirty-one thousand two hundred. That's when you're in the thirty-seven. So you can make. Seven hundred thirty-one thousand one hundred, and you're fine. So what's the uh, what's the tax on that? So what's your take home on four times seven, right? So twenty-eight grand. Twenty-eight grand. I mean two hundred eighty grand. Sorry. Twenty-eight grand. Your Only take off home. by order of magnitude. I mean, come on, <laughs> ballpark. <laughs> so seven thirty-one, two hundred. Times thirty-seven percent equals yeah two hundred and seventy. That's your taxes. Mm -hmm. So take away, and so your bring home is four hundred and sixty thousand. How can anyone live on that? Um, well, we did read that whole article <laughs> about that oligarch whose um, boat was seized. Mm -hmm. His three hundred million dollar. Yacht, which he claims is cost a million dollars a month to maintain. To maintain, yeah, a million dollars a month. Yeah, that yeah. seems like a lot. It seems like a lot, but also, um, so he's filing papers that they have to maintain his boat until he gets it back at the tune of one million dollars a month. I thought it wasn't his boat anymore. Yeah, I don't understand how they were able to take it if he hasn't really lost the case. <laughs> Custody like, of it, right? Yeah, that's confusing to me. So back to your tax brackets. So you can make up to um, starting to four hundred and eighty-seven five hundred. That's when you're in the thirty-five percent tax bracket. Okay. Um, if you are in, if you make three hundred and eighty-three nine uh, nine hundred, now you're in the thirty-two percent tax bracket. Two hundred um, and one thousand five fifty dollars. You're in the 24% tax bracket. And then if you make 94000 all the way up to the 201, you're 22%. And then 23000 up to 94000 you're in the 12%. And below that, you're in the 10% tax bracket. Well, that does seem like a pretty big change. Those brackets, that, they seem like they raised those brackets quite a bit. Yeah. So... I guess those tax bra the percentages were set in 2017. They've just um, uh, they've increased those um, numbers by five percent. So that all it was seemed bigger. It seemed bigger, right? Seemed like more, but okay. So anyway, so there's new tax brackets. Wasn't totally outrageous, but mm, it's true. a thing. Well, the the outrage about that is that. Um, how much of uh, the Republicans want to cut funding the, for the, the IRS? The enforcement of it, yeah. So, why do they want to cut the funding for the IRS, David? Well, it's a thing they can say. Well, why? what's the IRS do, doing that's so bad that needs their um, funding cut? Collecting money? From? Wealthy people? Well, they haven't been doing that. They haven't had that enough money. They haven't had the funds to go uh, after doing audits and um, collecting back taxes. So what's the problem now? 
Why, what's the problem with the IRS? Do they don't want to pay taxes at all? How do they think? How do they think they get paid? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like they always want to cut these things that like aren't like are actually going to neg have negative result, right? You cut IRS so they collect less money, so now we'll actually have less money coming in. Like that doesn't make any sense. But also they want to cut these things like, oh, we better cut funding to like NPR, which is like a tiny little drop in the bucket, not even a drop. It's like a, you know, grain of sand on the beach. Right. And they're like going to make, they're going to argue about that for all this time. It's like, okay, but you're just going to spend this giant amount of money over here and not even have any questions about it. So I didn't read this article all the way through, but it definitely disturbed me quite a bit, uh, the headline. Um, this is from, actually, many news sources carried it, but the one I copied off here was um, from CNN. Uh, and it was updated today. And it's um, four current and former L.A. sheriff's employees died by suicide in less than 24 hours. Wow, I didn't see that. So what, what do they have any, like, what's going on with that? Like, were they related in any way? That's what we're trying to find out. Hmm. He says, uh, says, when former police officer Omar Delgado heard the news that four of the current and former members of the Los Angeles County Department, Sheriff's Department, died by suicide in less than 24 hours, he understood. It's kind of a pressure cooker if you... Don't slowly let go of the steam. Little by little, then you'll pop. Um, it's over. Be, uh, it's over because there's going to be a big explosion. He was one of the first officers to the scenes at the Pulse Club in Orlando, mm. and he suffers from post-traumatic stress syndrome. And this is the thing that kind of you and I talk about is that, um, and I think you and we talk about this too, not only with um, law enforcement. But with our, our military is that the things they see are so traumatic and we do expect these people then just to be like just da, 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 yeah da. just keep going uh, i can coach the soccer game your kid's soccer game with no problem right i can come home to you know a wife that i impregnated before i left go see children and babies and stuff just getting slaughtered and come home and everything's cool you know, we have to change our perception on that, is that, that these jobs are really psychologically, I don't want to say damaging, but it's psychologically damaging because we don't do anything about it. Right. Yeah. Well, we know our host at Yerg's Radio deals with this directly as a former Secret Service guy. Mm. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. 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 He, he's, he's, he's public with it. Mm -hmm. But so, you know, it's, and that's also one of those things we also talk about too, which I get a lot of pushback to that people think I'm crazy is that, um, you know, there's a lot of these vet, uh, veterans and police, um, funds, charity funds so that we can support, uh, police and, and veterans and things that have have um, injuries and need care and so and I don't want to support those programs because I don't know why the hell we need those programs why are we not why is that just not built into the system we take care of those people 
Right. It should just right. It should just be part of yeah. It should be part of their natural. So any time. So Jurg said he lost. What do you say? Two people this year? Yeah, he lost two agents this year. I assume you know folks he knew. Oh gosh, Jurg, I'm gonna. I mean, it's really it's upsetting to me. It's very outrageous. I mean, this should definitely be something that you could talk about on your show, but. I just think that when I saw this headline, it just like it was a punch in the gut. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal, and I just, uh, I, why don't you know? We have a lot of these, you know, a lot of a lot of police have done some terrible things. Is this is this also a side effect of the uh, lack of training, also, and lack of support with? the stuff they have to deal with all the time. Yeah, and like you say, there's just sort of a, oh, well, just get back to business. You'll be fine. Yeah, here, take a week off. You'll be fine. Yeah. And there's kind of a stigma about it, too. Like, you're supposed to be tough, blah, 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 right? You are tough. I, I, you well, you are, are tough, tough, but I You mean, are yeah. tough, but uh, especially our military where, and the come back to this country where... Not yet, anyway. We don't have to worry about waking up and, you know, the city next to us has been bombed. You know, where and then we send young men over there and we just expect them to come back and be fine. Yeah. So anyway, it, 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 this article at first really upset me, but it also makes me kind of mad. Yeah, it does make you kind of outraged. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we and we're mad at the we, you and I you know, we're we're mad at the uh advantages that the police take. Um but we need to have more mental support psychological support for um the people who are supposed to be uh taking care of us. And we also have to in general, as a society, like get less stigma about it, right? Like you're not a bad person, nothing wrong with you. You know, this kind of thing, right? Well, what's wrong with you is we treated you poorly and we um, sent you, we put you in a job that needs mental uh, tweaking and mental help and we don't give it to you. Yeah. So there, I said it. Okay, you said it. So let's see. Um, you see Willie Nelson, Missy Elliott, and Cheryl Crow will headline the class of 2023 that are being inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I did. That's pretty cool. How come? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Willie Nelson. But yeah, what's the rock and roll song? Yeah, what's the rock and roll? <laughs> what's the rock and roll part about it? Yeah. Well, and then related to that, we also had Tracy Chapman, right? Got. Bravo to Tracy Chapman. I mean, I'm sorry. Standing O. Standing O. Yeah. Um, for the CMA, right? Country Music. Country Music Awards. Cause for Luke, that song. For Luke, um, uh, Combs? Luke Combs. Yeah, Luke Combs, I think is his name. Yeah. yeah. Made, remade her, uh, did a, a version of her song, which bravo to him that he didn't change the words to make it gender specific. Hmm. Oh, he didn't? Nope. Okay. Nope. And, uh... He did a beautiful job. But yeah, she got Song of the Year, right? I don't know what the... I missed it now. I, I had it here and I don't have it now, so it was in front of me and now I don't have it. But yeah, they, she got something. 
I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I definitely can find it again. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I think that's fantastic. And does anybody else know another Tracy Chapman song? Um, we can think of like probably two more. You can? If I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but the song is relevant and that's... Uh, it was pretty timeless, yeah. 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 So I also have a um, developing story, so you know what that means. No, what's that mean? It means it's gossip and fake news. Oh. But do you want to hear it? Sure. <laughs> Are you sure? It's pretty gossipy. Well, I'll, I'll see if I've heard anything about it and whether I, I, I can do any backstory on that. Stormy Daniels? I haven't heard anything about that. Um, also, oh, maybe I did. Go ahead. What did you hear? Well, I, maybe once you say it, it'll maybe we'll ring a bell. She had a um, a really uh, a business relationship with someone else in Congress, and I'm going. What do you mean, only one? Yeah. Um, yeah, song of the year is what she won. Yeah, oh, she won first song that's black what I said. songwriter. Oh, which, that's true. She was the first black songwriter. Which that is, kind of surprised me. First black songwriter? That No, for country. For country, I mean, for the CMA. Yeah, but still. That's, that surprises you? Yeah, that does surprise me. doesn't surprise me at all. No? No. No. Yeah, that surprised me. Okay, well, back to the other story. Yeah, so, okay, so another person from Congress, you say? Uh, yeah. Is that where it's from? And this is a rumor out there. We don't have it's any. It's a rumor. We have not verified this story, people. No, we have not verified this story. Who's reporting it? Um, well, I first heard it on the interwebs. On the interwebs, on like a Twitter. Um, oh, well, sorry. Actually, Fox News. Interesting. Okay. Um, and they're saying that she had a business relationship. And we all know what business that Miss Daniels is in uh, with Mike Johnson. Really? Why would yeah. Fox News report that? That seems that's, odd for them to report that's that. That's why I had to look again. Because when I first saw it, I went, whatever. But then, but then I went, wait, Fox News is reporting this? Hmm, interesting. So. Oh, no, I did not hear that. And um, Roseanne Barr is, uh, made herself known again. And she's, she's kind of off the rails again. Whew, whew, she off the rails. What she got going on? Well, she just was at the... Um, um, couple of the Trump rallies. Mm. So, anyway. Yeah, so Fox News saying that developing story. Keep an eye on that, I guess. Keep an eye on See where on that it. goes. See if that goes anywhere and find out. Or don't keep an eye on it. It's just going to come up whenever. Right. And who was the um, a congresswoman who petitioned to get the... Uh, Flight logs for Epstein's. She petitioned the yeah, uh, Epstein's family. Yeah, I know this family. happened, but I can't remember. Yeah, who that is. Yeah. So I guess I don't know. Did you see anything about this that a second woman has accused Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler of sexual assault? Well, why am I surprised at that? There's also what about underage? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't. I didn't see anything about underage. Well, there's a lot of underage with Mr. Tyler. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, I wonder why this only says the second then. Well, because the underage women haven't come out. Oh, I, I mean, see. Nobody's come. The other women have not come out and claimed anything. But now that all these 
retrospects of all these stars are coming up, it's like, oh yeah, and he had very young women all the time, and we're all like, we're all now going, grasping our pearls, saying, what? Yeah. So, um, well, what else you well, what else you got on your list? I have a bunch of stuff that's nothing super exciting and some stuff you're probably going to not like because I have a lot of AI stuff if I want to go through it all. Well, the strike is over. And yeah, that the strike has, is that over. And that has something to do with the AI. Right, it does. I say the AI like like I'm a grandma here. Yeah, it's like the Twitter and the and the yeah. TikTok. Yeah, the Twitter and the TikTok. Um, well, what do you want to talk about the AI? I hate, I hate the AI. I know. There was just a lot that happened recently. So I was just going to do a quick rundown. Okay. Like OpenAI has a new GPT-4 Turbo coming out that's going to, you know, people will do more with that. And I think that'll, it's another level up, right? So apparently it's got quite a bit. Musk did his Grok thing. I have a short story about that. I'll come back to it. So, you know, Musk, you know, it's odd too, because Musk already invented an OpenAI, which is the one that does chat GPT. But now he also has this, his own thing now, because I guess he's, or not happy with the direction OpenAI is going or whatever. He doesn't have enough control over it. Who knows what? But he's got his own thing now called Grok. Um, and it's... We'll, I'm going to come back to that one in a second. Uh. What's that about? Uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, there's supposed to be a, a new thing that audio called 11 Turbo that's really good at fast audio generation time. So it's supposed to have smooth and natural quality. That We'll be the judge of that in real life. We'll see. But... There's a lot of those uh, kind of things come out, and they like, okay, sure, smooth, but no, sounds very me mechanical. So we'll see. I don't know. I, I probably didn't say it on the show here, but I, recently I did sort of a little test where I trained one of the AIs with my voice, and then I had it read some scripts, and it's just like, it's really creepy, actually, because it is your voice, and it kind of sounds like you, but at the same time, it has this, it still does have this mechanical, or at least this a monotone-ish kind of uh, just there's no there's no emotion behind it so it, it does still sound really kind of creepy um even though it does sound like you it's still pretty creepy so it's it's definitely getting there though it's pretty amazing how what it'll do now but it's still it's still a ways away for i think you know total total um it, it, no it's not that's true it's moving pretty fast so i guess but but it, it's still pretty it's pretty creepy though i mean um uh, it's weird but it's also pretty creepy because it still doesn't quite sound quite like a real person there's a there's a thing you can actually email now to get um, this is from from some of the folks that worked on PayPal, which included Musk. So I don't exactly know which folks this is. Did he actually work on PayPal? He did. He wrote some uh, PHP code. Yep. Um, so this is a AI tool that you can do by email, right? So you can actually send your query to m at mindy.com, m-i-n-d-y.com. Just send an email to m at mindy.com, and it's, it'll, it's like talking to chat, it's you know like talking to a chat GPT type thing. You can ask a quote, I mean a prompt, and get it to do something based on that prompt. Um, let's see, another one is um, a startup called Humane is gonna reveal an AI pin. Now I've heard it's a wearable, so this is a wearable powered by chat GPT, and it's sort of a hybrid between a personal assistant and a smartphone. And I've seen a couple of these and people reviewing them. I haven't played with them directly myself, but people that I sort of have some confidence in their ability to evaluate such things sort of say they're pretty much garbage so far. I mean, obviously it's coming, but the wearable so far, like real, a lot of, they're, they're flaky and they don't work that well yet, but it, obviously it's coming. 
But my fi- so my story on Grok, as you can look this up, find this interview. But so Elon Musk went on. I mean Sam Sam Friedman talked to Elon Musk, and he had and they talked about the Grok thing. And Sam Friedman, I thought this was kind of hilarious. Sam Friedman asked Grok to criticize Elon Musk while Elon Musk was on the show. And Did it came, Elon know that? Yeah, I don't know if he knew it was going to happen or not. It might have been a setup. I don't know. But he, he, so he asked it to criticize Elon Musk. And, you know, Musk kind of laughed along like it was, oh, yeah, that's funny. But then he was, you could tell he was super uncomfortable. Then he started saying, well, that was, that's not true. And this, because it would say these various things. Here's Elon Musk was caught doing this in this time frame or had a lawsuit about this. And he would go, well, that's incorrect. It's like, wait, it's your AI. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny. He didn't know which, which way to go with it. Well, I don't, do I want to tell you my AI sucks or do I want to tell you that I suck? <laughs> you know, because this, the AI. One and the same. Yeah, the AI hit him pretty hard. And then he was like a little uncomfortable with that. His own AI feels like, oh, you know, he's going to go back and yell at some engineers about that. <laughs> you could take all that data out of there. <laughs> he's never done anything wrong. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Next time you ask him, he'll probably say that. Never done anything wrong. He's perfectly fine. Or it'll be some kind of uh, milk toast kind of criticism, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was, so that's, I think that's most of my AI stuff. That was kind of my quick rundown on that. But I thought the Grok thing was the funniest. That is kind of funny. So, um, well, you're always doing sports stuff. So, did you see that the ML, the MLB MVPs, Rookies of the Year, and all that, um, all the finalists are were announced? I did. Did you see any? Was anything noteworthy about it to you? Not really. No. Why? What'd you say? Um. I guess not. I mean, um, did you think anybody that should have been on there didn't make the list? Well, I always want our guys, of course. Well, we have... Um, we have a couple. Yeah, we have a couple. We have a couple, but yeah, there's a lot of Dodgers and... Uh, well, I don't want any Dodgers. What's that? I don't want any Dodgers, except for, like, I've talked a couple shows ago about how, um, you know, Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is on the list and Freddie Friedman. Well, Friedman. but Mookie Betts, I mean, come on. Just because of the name? Well, his mother is a genius. Oh, right, right, Why right. didn't we name our kid Mookie? Yeah. And second of all, you know, he... All um, the stuff that he does, yeah. All the stuff he does. And, you know, um, uh, taking some time off before he started his MLB career to be on the pro bowling tour. Yeah, kind of crazy. So, of course, the... Kind of crazy terrific. Joey Otani is, of course, on there. He'll probably win it, don't you think? He's got to win it. On the American yeah. League side, how can he not? Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't see any that um, I thought were. I didn't follow baseball as closely this year as I usually do. But I, I didn't see any that were badly missing. But there's probably ones out there. Well, and you know, basketball's in full swing. Yep. And uh, which is crazy. Does it seem like it starts earlier and earlier? No. No. It goes okay. on for a long time. It does go on for a long time. Most of the years, basketball. But it's... <laughs> it seems like it goes on forever. <laughs> you know, but it's also like, uh, um, I saw this picture of, um, first of all, I love, you know why I love basketball season? Because my boyfriend's on TV a lot more often. Mm-hmm. And um, anytime that man's talking, man, I am dying laughing listening. <laughs> um, but um, I saw a picture of a, uh, Oh gosh, what was his name? Um, I I love him. I used to love him so much. He was on the Rockets. Um, oh, um, yeah, uh, Harden. Harden. Yeah, James Harden. 
Oh my God, he looks old. He looks so old. Is he salt and pepper now? No, he's not salt and pepper. He's bald. Yeah. <laughs> no, he may be doing that on purpose. I don't know, but he just looks so old. And um, there is a little bit of uh, salt going on in Draymond Green, and it's like, dude. Yeah, he he really has a salt and pepper going on. And yeah. uh, great Green, man, you're you're an old dude. You get you're an old. You're old. You're old. Um, I did realize though, like you know, talking um, about uh, especially basketball, what a rich area we live in where we can experience college sports through a number of outlets without having to resort to um, the Warriors being our only outlet to see live basketball. Because mm -hmm. holy mother of God. How expensive are those tickets? Yeah, I remember a few years ago they were begging you to come to that stadium in Oakland. <laughs> and we went. <laughs> yeah, we did. But I mean, it was like you know, know you could get seats for a pretty reasonable price for a while there. But, but now uh, that with the new stadium, yeah, it's crazy. It is just crazy. But um, so anyway. Um, oh, this was totally outrageous. Okay. So we just went through an election. Yep, we did. Um, and and um, the uh, outcomes were should be everybody should take note of these outcomes. Those those were pretty pretty good because polls don't mean polls don't mean anything anymore. <laughs> they really don't. It it is it is kind of getting that way. Like yeah. it seems like. People just won't tell you what they're really going to do, and then you don't find out. And they, they also really don't vote. tell you what they did because exit polls don't mean anything either. Right. But, but am I the only one? And I know I'm not. But am I the only one that thinks? Are you effing kidding me? You ran out of ballots in Mississippi. Oh, what a mess, huh? Was that Mississippi? Yeah. I thought it was Alabama. Anyway, I don't know, but yeah. I'm sure. You know what? It probably was both. It was a mess. I mean, that's awful. I mean, it does happen sometimes, but that was really no. It bad. doesn't. It does. It does. No, it doesn't. It does. No, happen. stop. <laughs> it does. Happen stop. Sometimes. It doesn't. It does happen. It should never. It should never ever happen. happen. Yeah. And that it was really bad. Never happen. Yeah, that was awful because they ran out like three times. They, right, and the more and more that the Republicans fight against mail-in early ballot, early voting, mail-in absentee, the more they fight that. They're making it, I mean, they're just making it worse on themselves. Right. Well, that's what's kind of odd about that is because historically, Republicans did mail-in voting more than um, anybody else. So it's kind of odd that they were really against it and are suddenly really against it. The, well, because the whole freaking military. Well, and I also think it was, yeah, there's that. And, uh, and, and I think they were, I don't know, somehow it had something to do with lockdowns and COVID and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It, I don't know what the reasons are. What do you mean? Had, 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 uh... Well, you know, because they opened up, you know, mail-in voting was made more accessible during that time because so many people were in lockdowns, right? Or didn't want to go stand in lines at a polling place and stuff. So uh, I think they were somehow, I think that ties into it in some way. Well, back to college sports. So um, what's up with Harbaugh? Why isn't Harbaugh allowed on the sidelines of his? Yeah, what did I don't know what happened. What did what happened to him? That he can't be on the sidelines for the rest still, of the year. He still signs, David. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Is that what he got caught doing? Yeah. 
And but honest, doesn't how, the rest of his team know how to do well, it too? Then, is, if he this was doing the other it, thing. how do you not steal signs? They all do it. Yeah, they all do. No, it. no. How do you not? When you're like going, hey, every time we do this, they do that. Every time the guy on the the uh, sideline does the little around the base signs, they do this other move. Is that stealing signs? Right. Where do you draw the line? Yeah. Right. Right, because if, yeah, if you just kind of, so, I don't know, yeah. For the remaining regular season, he's not allowed on the, the sidelines. There's a lot of season left. Yeah, I mean, it's college football ends earlier than NFL, so it there's not January, that much more. Right? But yeah, it'll be, right, you'll be into the bowl games by by then, yeah. And also, you guys don't forget, Harbaugh used to coach 49ers. Yep. He took a pay cut. Did he? I thought he he still makes good money. No, he took a pay cut to go to the 49ers. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He used to... to right, right. Because he was at Stanford, I think, Stanford, before that. Right. Yeah. He used to coach college, took a pay cut, went to the 49ers. He gets paid way more. Went back to the real money, yeah. 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 So I was going to ask you about this. Because I saw... I've seen a lot of this conversation lately. I don't know if this has crossed your radar at all. But, you know, people being mad at Gen Z for for their... You know, all their slang and stuff. It's like, sort of like, <laughs> it's sort of hilarious to watch this. Oh, but you, you have some Gen Z working in your office, right? Yes. Yeah. So it, I've got, you know, a couple of articles about this. I mean, one is that they're somehow transforming workplace communication. Have you, uh, well, they are, let me see what this says about okay, it. Okay. Cause in our office, Gen Z could care less and they're not, they're not at the forefront of that stuff. They are actually, I'm very lucky to work with um, some young people who take their work experience very seriously and are looking at a longer-term big picture. Yeah. So they, this, this one says um, punctuation is out. I have been ridiculed <laughs> more than once by a Gen Zer in my office when I would just write sentences and not do the punctuation. Really? She effing lost her mind and really? said, I don't care if you're writing to me or anybody else, could you please use pop proper? Because I, I, was, I was writing texts. If I'm, you were or, being sus? I was being sus. <laughs> <laughs> but as if I was talking to you. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I actually was writing texts and, and I was doing it very informal. That's hilarious. And she, Gen Z, was not not having not it. Not happy with that, huh? Not having it. That's funny. So I'm going to call bullshit on that. Right. That's what I thought you might. So that's, they say, punctuation is out and nope. talking about mental health at work is in. Um, mm, mm, I just want, I just went on a whole big rant on how it should be. Right. <laughs> but um, I, on our office, I don't, I don't know, we have a pretty supportive office, so. But um, very rarely does anybody go, I just need a mental health day. Right. But. So, yeah, I was just curious how that played out, how you saw that in your, your experience. Um, I have not experienced that. What about, so what about all the slang? So. No, there's no slang in our office. They're not doing any of the Gen Z slang. You know, the no. funny thing is. What is the Gen Slang slang? Well, that's what I was going to ask so, you about. When you say Gen Slang slang. Yeah. <laughs> Can you say that ten times fast? Probably not. Gen Z slang. Gen, Gen Z, Z slang. slang. Gen Z Gen slang. Z I think slang. Do that. Well, I was just curious. I won't even go into it then. I was just curious if you see any of this or have any have anybody at work sort of 
complain about any of this. No. So, simp. No, not one. No, we see. don't use that. Don't use mm-hmm. that. You know what it is? Nope. It's when a term for when someone admires another person. No, we no. But usually mm-hmm. used in a derogatory way. No. Mm-mm. Slaps. They say slaps. We say slaps, but only as a joke and never in... Um, like ironically, kind of? Yeah, but never in um, emails. What about no cap? No, never. No, don't never. do that one? <laughs> I try to do it if I'm being funny. <laughs> they don't think you're funny at all, no, do they? <laughs> not at all. Which, which to me is even funnier. <laughs> well, that's because it hits different. Right. Get it? It slaps, <laughs> slaps different. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So I was just curious if any of this this hasn't really come up. Anybody nope. either complaining they don't get it or nope. just other people kind of trying to use this slang when they're not thinking you won't get it. No, I have to say I'm pretty um impressed with the Gen Z or in my office. They're very professional. It's probably the norm too. I mean a lot of this gets exaggerated and turned into a big thing. Yeah. All right. Give us another one. Okay. So in nineteen in the seventies, North Korea ordered a thousand Volvos from Sweden in response to its emergency economy. The cars were shipped and delivered to Korea and to this day they have never been paid for. Really? And Sweden sends them a a statement every year saying, hey, what about paying for these cars? Oh man, we're actually burning through time pretty fast here. Oh, well, we'll get to some stuff where uh, it'll slow down. But I do think that's kind of interesting. Well, I wanted to. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. So twice, twice yearly, <laughs> they, send a, they hey, send a statement. Hey, what about those Volvos we sent you they 40 send years ago, a statement. 50 years ago? And um, the uh, uh, Korea, you know, North Korea just ignores it. Well, I have a little callback. Uh oh. Well, we did we did that little impromptu thing last week. wasn't on wasn't on New York's radio, but uh, oh, I have something referring back to that too. But go ahead. Well, we did the thing about the most expensive cities in the uh. country, <laughs> and it was like what? And it, it didn't. Some of them didn't. And that make was sense. USA. That was USA That's today. All of USA. Oh, that was USA, USA today. today. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like we got it just from, you know, the penny pincher. Yeah. Well, a lot of these kind of charts come from like real estate sites and that's what this one comes from somebody called something called property shark but this one is the the most expensive zip codes okay which you think if this so this is and and guess what's at the top not not san diego and not yeah not san diego and and not salinas i don't know if salinas one is on the list but Atherton, California, which we said, how is this not on the other list? Thank you. That's exactly what we said. Thank you. How is this not on the other list? Yes. But also, Sagaponac, New York. Those are the two highest. They're sort of tied for the median above 8 million. Above 8 million? In that zip code, yeah. But maybe the, the other one was like citywide, so maybe as it averaged in the city or something, but... It just was crazy to me that some of these cities went there. So, Northern California, Ross, that used to be really high. Ross in California used to be really high. That had dropped. Where's Ross? From number three. It's um, it's Marin County. Okay. From number three to 21. But uh, the country's 100 most expensive zip codes are scattered in 11 states. Okay, but you stop. 
what's your source? I'm telling you, this is Property Shark, some kind of real estate, you know, company. Property Shark. Na, yeah. na, 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 property Shark. I know. I don't know their. Yeah, I don't know their jingle. I don't know what their jingle is. Uh, but and then so that's located in 11 states. Our, our 11 states have the 100 most, and 65% of those are from California. The Bay Area claims 37 of the nation's most exclusive zip codes, which is down nine from previous. LA County remains priciest with 20 entries, and NY New York City highest concentration of pricey zip codes. While San Francisco continues, San Francisco continues to lose steam. Well, yeah, a lot of people are moving out of San Francisco. So some of the biggies are Ross. Oh. I got another one for you. Diablo, California is number three. Yeah. Stinson, and they're tied with Stinson Beach. Los Angeles is number two. Pebble Beach is number five. And with Wayne Scott, New York is number four. Watermill, New York, number five. So this is on a different... Why, why am I getting two number fives? Huh. And why are there three number fours? Oh, top five biggest gains, top five. Oh, these are the biggest gains and losers. Sorry, not oh, the top okay. overall. All right, I didn't read the chart very well. But uh, so, yeah, Atherton's at the top. Miami Beach is third. Beverly Hills is five. Beverly Hills wasn't on that other list. We're like, where's no, Beverly yeah. Hills on this list? Um, let's see. Newport Beach, number seven. Medina, Washington. I don't know a lot about Medina, Washington. So in the top 10, in terms of states, you have California, New York, Florida, California, 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 New York, California, California, Washington, California. So, well, one of the things that that other um, article did say is that a lot of the uh, state cities were cities that don't have the traditional four seasons. They tend to be a warmer climate. Right, right. Yeah, that's, and that's somewhat true with some of these. I mean, if you mm -hmm. look at these, Newport Beach, I mean, you know, Santa Monica, um, Santa Barbara, you know, all of those have pretty moderate climates. Can everybody hear the dog snoring? <laughs> <laughs> she's pro probably not. They probably can't hear her. She's not quite close enough to oh, pick up, man. probably. To me, she sounds loud. She does sound a little loud, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I thought that was kind of an interesting little... You know, call back to the well, chart callback. we were yelling about last week. <laughs> I know we did. We were yelling about that. So I do have a little bit of a callback to that because we were um, in we were in San Diego, and I was just kind of, and I've been to San Diego many times, but we were in, in this um, bar that was kind of high up, and we you could kind of see the whole landscape, and I was like, "Damn, that Navy port is right freaking there." The naval station is oh, yeah. right, it's right there. there. Literally just across the wall. And well, first of all, the uh, San Diego airport is ridiculous. It it's is right in the city. Yeah, it's right in the city, which makes it like you fly over like high rise office buildings and then drop on the airport. Yeah. It's crazy. It's right there. The airport was literally five minutes from our hotel, and our hotel was downtown on the water. Just just gorgeous but we were talking to a young man who happened to be a marine and uh he was he was a very very tall marine too yeah so he's a tall dude he is a very tall dude so um but we we're talking to him about height you know mm -hmm. 
can you know can you be too tall can you, oh can right you be too for... tall? can you be too short or can you be too short mostly said can you be too short because um so um one of the things he says is that actually height is bigger a bigger problem being too tall yeah or being too big bigger problem than being short and um you know his point was is that because you don't fit in flight the you don't fit in the uh, cockpits you don't fit in the control uh areas and they because they're not made for people above it's easier to adjust what down you, than just up right what did he say but six six one is like the magic number or i know i thought it was like five ten or five eleven something like that and he's way above six one yeah so i found this very article about um Nathan Prada applied to the Marine, uh, the Marine Corps as soon as he was eligible, and he's four foot seven. Hmm. And he says that it has been his biggest strength is his height. You know, the toughest part was boot camp, but once he got through boot camp, he was able to hike with 45 pounds on his back because um, he has little legs. It was a tad bit harder to keep up. So for every... One step of our friend. He's got to do like two and a half. Two and a half, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but he's been able to fit very comfortably in all those uh, small spaces. And is, is, is doing well. And I would say if I, someone to me was four seven and said they were going to... Uh, enroll in, you know, enlist, I'd say... Oh, they're not going to take you. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot of those jobs. That, and some, some of the ones, they actually want somebody short and stocky because they want that extra bulk to handle the G-forces. Yeah. So So I, I have a long list, but I want to make sure, I want to try to make sure I got two more in here. One of them I thought was kind of cool, that Walmart is offering shopping hours for people with sensory processing issues. Kind of cool. I don't know what that means. That's I mean, more I than assume cool. That's really probably to lower the music or change the lights around a little bit or something yeah. and. And that that's pretty cool. I mean, that's like Walmart. I mean, come on, let's. How about we do that at Lululemon? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it with sensory processing at Lululemon. You want people with body dysmorphia. <laughs> yeah. Going. Yes, I can fit in these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I had another one that I wanted to. One other one I wanted to get in was you know we're kind of car people. Kind so, of. Yeah. So there was. Um, there's. There's the popular, most popular cars by by state. Okay. Um, Go. So yeah. So guess what? The most popular cars, by the way, are um, are, are trucks. Like trucks are the are the best selling vehicles. Does that Almost include everywhere. SUVs? Uh, well, pickup trucks first. SUVs to follow. Um, why didn't that open? That didn't open. Well, we had we had a really big discussion too about how. Remember when we were kids, it was like, small, you got to get small, got to get small. Cars got to right. be made smaller. Car. Right. And that just didn't go anywhere. None of that didn't stick. And even recently, they tried to do the smaller cars, like with the Fiat and the Mini Cooper. And um, who else did a super small car? And um, nobody wanted those small cars. The Mini Cooper is huge. The F- we drove by a Fiat today that I'm like, that's a freaking Fiat. It's the same size as a RAV4. Yeah. Nobody wants a small that's a big, car. That's a big Fiat. Yeah, I was I have shocked. never seen a car that big. Although we haven't been to the car show. We used to go to the car show every... Yeah, we need to go again. ...freaking year. 
Well, they've been sort of boring. The last one we, we, we went to was kind of boring. So I think we didn't go after that for a while, but we need to go back. Yeah, we need to go back. Yeah, so, okay, so Chevrolet Silverado. Number one? Well, it's the most states. Most states have that. And, um, you know, and it's not really all red or blue states. It's pretty scattered around. But so 16 states, the top car is the, or the most selling is the Chevrolet Silverado. That's a pickup truck. And then 14 states are the Ford F-Series pickup truck. Um, okay. And, so here's the question, though. What's, what's the population of these states? Are the states that have the Ford F-150 more populous than the, the states that have the Chevrolet? I would say the other way around because Montana, Idaho, South Dakota are the Ford. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, North Dakota is the Chevy. But okay, also, Texas. What's also, in Texas? Texas is the Ford. Yeah. But okay, there, like, there's your answer right there. But yeah, but you were saying, I think the other way. But New Mexico's Chevy, Arizona's Chevy, Oklahoma's Chevy, Alabama's Chevy, Kentucky's Chevy. So it's a little bit of a back and forth. Um, but I will say the. I would say the lower popular one would have to be the Dodge Ram because the three states where that one wins is Wyoming, Nevada, and Arkansas, Alaska. Those are all, well, Nevada less so, but certainly Wyoming. and Wyoming, Alaska, Nevada? Nevada are the three where the Ram, there's only three with the they Ram do, truck. So that truck does better in the cold. Cold and, yeah, cold and lower population. Okay, so what's in Canada? What's the most popular well, truck in Canada? This is only the U.S., so I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, so then, but the, so the only car... I mean, so that's so all the big numbers are Silverado truck, Ford F one hundred and fifty truck, Toyota Rav four is the third place one. There's thirteen states where that's the top selling vehicle, and then three where the Ram uh, truck is. There's only five states where a car, something other than those trucks, is popular. And in fact, the only car that well, one one state's got got an electric car. I guess to which state? California. California and has is the, it the Tesla. Tesla. Tesla's number one, and which I guess it kind of surprises me that it actually is number one. Uh, and then uh, Toyota, Toyota Corolla is the top car in Florida. <laughs> and you got like the CRV, another okay, SUV. But you got like here, here, GMC Sierra, which is kind of the same. If as, you're uh, going to look at this critically, though. And Toyota does Tacoma. The, does the Chevy what? The Chevy what? Silverado. No, 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 no. In Florida. What's the car? Oh, it's Toyota Corolla. Okay. So let's just look at Florida. Forget everybody else. Let's it's look the only one with a... So, are there more Toyota Corollas, or are there more golf carts? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know for sure. It doesn't, doesn't mention golf carts. <laughs> hey, no minivans though. No minivans. The closest thing is like Honda CRV or the Rav Four. Neither of which are really a minivan. No, they're more of the SUV thing. Yeah. So yeah. So apparently, the most popular car is a pickup truck, in a lot most almost every state. Hey, um, and by the way. Well, what about the okay? So, how many of those cars electric? Because the Ford the only old, one, a Ford electric truck is supposed to be supposed to be good, but it's quite expensive. It didn't come out as a top seller anywhere. I'm not sure it's that available to even be able to meet them. I don't know if they can deliver There's enough to no be a top seller. There's no way. I'm going to make a prediction right now. There's no way they're going to be able to get the electric car in people's hands as fast as they think they can. Right. What is it? Twenty thirty five. I forget what where they made that cut off. And people just don't want it. Well, I mean, people I think there's situations it. for it, but you're not going to get rid of the ICE engine entirely by no. then. What'd you call it? The ICE engine? Yeah, the internal combustion engine. Oh, I, 
How come I've never heard that before? I guess you're just not hanging out with car guys. Oh, enough. geez. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hmm. Well, that's one reason we're late because we went to a car car club thing today. Somebody. Well, and there was a huge accident. Yeah, there was an accident. Helicopter involved the whole thing. Yeah, they had to helicopter somebody out. Hopefully, hopefully they're going to be okay. But okay, so remember I told you I was going to. I wanted to talk to you about Las Vegas. Yep. So I recently went to Vegas without you, and said how jacked up the whole streets are because they're trying to get ready for F one. So like the. Um, I'm sorry if if nobody's familiar with Vegas. I assume everybody is, but I'm gonna have to at least know it from TV. Yeah. (laughs) So like the main, um, and one of one of the people we were with, my sister had never been to Vegas, so there was things we wanted to hit, and one of them was the fountains. Oh right. You know the fountains because it's in every freaking movie. Right. It's in every TV show, and it's actually pretty pretty cool. cool. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. And, you know, so walking down the street and then there's, um, you know, the Mirage has the um, volcano, which along, when they first put the volcano was pretty cool. Now it's like going, meh, It's kind meh, of dumb, yeah. Meh. Yeah. But still, those are things like she never saw and that are still there. Excalibur has the dragon show on the sheets of water like they do in Disneyland. And um, they don't sink the pirate ship every night anymore. But anyway, so the whole to get to get back to, so we wanted to do the whole walk up and down and just do the see whole everything. thing. Yeah, yeah. And, it's a disaster right and now. And we also told her, look, one night we're gonna walk the whole thing. You're gonna see everything. You never have to go back. <laughs> right now, you have to go back. <laughs> well, okay, so everything's torn to shit because of right. um, F1. So they're. Uh, erecting all these bleachers and all these viewing boxes and they're just up on um scaffolding which i hope there's not a major earthquake <laughs> but now that i've said that down. that was bad but so the fountains are not working and you used to be able to sit over in the eiffel tower in that very fancy restaurant and eat um a really nice lunch and watch the fountains no you sit in that very nice restaurant and you just look at them building scaffolding so, um, and the the race is what in two weeks? It's next weekend. Oh, it's this weekend. Yeah, eleventh um, uh, through the fifteenth. Um, prices are plummeting. Are they? Because Wait, the race is. Why does it say the the race is actually on the nineteenth? Right? Isn't it next weekend? Yeah, it's next weekend. The prices are rock freaking bottom. You can get a three day pass to F one right now for a thousand dollars. Wow. What, why? What's going on? Because nobody's buying these tickets because um, Vegas is torn up. Hotels, you go, you're going to go to a hotel. There's no views. There's no services because F1 took it all over. So there's nobody has any faith in these hotels right now. Are you looking something up? I'm looking at the pricing. But this is probably just the straight up pricing, so it's going to be more. Well, is it? Well, the T-Mobile grandstand for race day, or well, I guess the race is on a Saturday instead of a Sunday. That's weird. Why wouldn't it be on? It, they usually do them on Sunday, so they, they're doing some kind of a weird schedule, I guess. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, instead of having it on a Sunday, which is weird. So, a Saturday ticket at the T-Mobile zone. I need my drum roll. I think it's here. This might not. This might. Be. Nope, that's not it. 
That's not it. I think it's the other one. I didn't mark them. I forgot from last time. Taking forever. Yeah, look, they have a ton available too. Yes. Like you can actually get a seat like in a pretty good place. These are $1,100. Yeah. Grand Prix prices start as $115. Really? These are, so these are $1,100 for these grandstand seats. So you can buy that right now, even though it, like it's next weekend. That's yep. crazy. Because usually that would be sold out. So yeah, there would be no way you could touch a ticket. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure there'll be scalpers there selling them too, but... Well, and they're supposed to do this every year now, right? I don't know what their contract is and how long they're going to try to do it, but... Well, all these, like... Uh, business... I want them to do that, that street circuit in New York. I think that would be cool. Business insiders saying that uh, it's a rough start. F1 on steep discounts. On, uh, yeah, and that's the Fox Sports. Hmm. Yeah, so maybe so... you can buy these tickets for less than retail. Yes. F1, it's, this is uh, the Men's Journal. F1 Las Vegas Grand Prix tickets are sinking fast. To me, it's like a crazy street circuit because it's horribly boring. Yes, it's a very boring. Like It's pretty much a circle. Yeah, it's kind of a weird and square the one with a couple little turns. And the one little turn is off. There's no um, seating there. Well, there's some. it shows some seating in a couple of these, but yeah. I, it definitely looks like a weird circuit. They're also making um, hotels block off uh, views because they don't want people. Uh, they watch. don't want people happens in Monaco, which is I think that's a cool part of Monaco where you just they, walk from the hotel. They don't want people watching without paying, which is stupid because you had to pay for the hotel. Right. That's stupid. Yeah, Monaco. That's one of the cool things. Is like you know you people rent out their apartments. Right. People you... leave for that and rent them out for a huge amount of money. Can they hear this? You can probably hear that. It's fine. <laughs> Our dog is now in Lisa's lap. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, so F1, it may not stay in Vegas long, I'm saying. but, And I'm saying it's made Vegas horrible. Just horrible. Yeah, I'm sure it has. You I'm can't, sure it has. Well, walking. I mean, I'm sure people in Monaco hate that race, too. If so you, you know, actually want to do anything other than the race that for that month. Right. Because, you know, like right now, like, scaffolding has actually become... Almost a um, staple in New York City. Right, they're everywhere all the time. They're everywhere all the time, and it's and it's not because they're actually fixing something. It's to stop because um, there have been facades that have dropped off and hurt right. people. They're like, yeah. so it's cheaper to put up a scaffolding than fix the facade. So, but it's literally like walking around underneath scaffolding all the time. And they try to decorate it and everything, but it's still lame. Well, but now you're in Vegas, man. And what do you want to go? You want to go see the fountains. Want to see all that stuff, yeah. Oh, and we were not we were not given one single strip joint card. What the heck? I know. We didn't know what strip like, joint to go to. It's like because we had no card. <laughs> no card. Where do I go? Where do I go? <laughs> I was told there be strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we were t we were telling her. I said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna walk down the street and they're gonna snap cards behind you and you're gonna turn around. They're gonna hand you a card to a strip club." And it's kind of funny, but unless you're with kids, because, you know, they're kind of explicit cards. And then we laugh and go, who would bring your kids here? Oh, we've all brought our kids. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, none of that. We did not get invited to a single strip club because there's just, the sidewalks are just a mess. Just a mess. So what do you think is going to happen? For Vegas? Yeah. I think it's going to be a bust because I think the race is not going to be great. And the um, 
the the rich people that they thought were going to come in are going to come in for the race and leave and are not going to gamble. Um, they may use some of the restaurants, but I don't think it's going to be the boon that they think it is. Well, this was always kind of fun. One thing I found funny is you find people like Vegas is like a, a bucket list item for people in Europe and stuff, right? I know you're right. It's like that is really Vegas. Like yeah. you, you should, you know, there's better places to go than <laughs> Vegas. Like really Vegas? Okay. No, we've been to Vegas a lot. <laughs> I guess, but it's just like, yeah, it just feels like if I was gonna have a bucket list item, and I'm in Europe to start with. I'm gonna go somewhere way better than Vegas. But okay, we like I say that you and I've been to Vegas a lot. Have we ever once been to Vegas just to go to Vegas? No, not never. Really, no, never. We've always gone. For Comdex, or CES, a um, couple times you spoke at some other conference, and we went. We have never once been to Vegas. Eh, just to go to Vegas. Even this time I went last time, it wasn't just to go to Vegas. We had another event that was we were going to. Thought, let's just drop into Vegas. Right. So, I don't know. I and I like you say we've talked to many people, especially at Vegas. Who that was their whole thing? Let's go to Vegas. Let's just hang out at Vegas. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? I don't. Yeah. Why? You're like from Paris and you want to go to Vegas. Vegas that right. makes no sense to me. Yeah, you guys have the real life tower. That and right. This, you don't need the fake one. And the sphere thing is creepy. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that in real life yet. It's creepy. Well, I was very surprised because I thought it was set out a little bit, and no, it's right. It's, it's just like literally right, right next to the MGM. Well, the NGM's pretty dated, so they needed something. Okay. When we first drove in, I'm like, that Mandalay Bay looks older than hell. Yeah, yeah, they're starting to look. But guess who's still uh, performing? Penn and Teller? No, because the Rio's closed. Oh. But they may be... Somewhere else. Somewhere else, but um, Wayne Newton. Really? Yeah. How old is Wayne Newton? Forever. But you know what would like really freak me out? Because we were walking out, and I saw, you know, cause you get bombarded with all the shows that are in Vegas. As you're walking out of the airport. So we were walking out of the airport to pick up our car. And Wu-Tang Clan was there for one night only. They were not. They were. And so I, I looked at my sisters. I said, <gasps> and they go, well, I thought we had other plans to name, name three people from Wu-Tang. Me? Yeah. Okay, Reza. Uh-huh. Uh, Ghostface Killer. Old Dirty Bastard. Method Man. That's four people. Okay, name three Wu-Tang songs. <laughs> um... Protect your neck, uh, cream. You know what cream stands for? Yeah. Do you? No, I don't actually. I, forget. I, I learned recently, but I forget now. Cash rules everything around yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. And, um, well, gravel pit. And they hate gravel pit. <laughs> they hate gravel pit for some reason. Well, it's very commercial. Well, okay. That's but... like how you pay the bills. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess I get it. But, um, what, what, why are you trying to... Uh, but I Wu-Tang is 100% on my bucket list. Yeah. Is it on yours? Um, no. It would be pretty cool. No, be pretty it's cool. not on your bucket list, but you know it's on your lovely wife's bucket list, so you well, would yeah, 100% for sure. oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. buy tickets and say, babe. All right, what do you want to wrap up with? We should probably wrap up. Oh, we should? Yeah, probably. Got something Gosh, good you to wrap know, up with. You do that, and it's like, oh, I'm just so much enjoying talking to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, whatever. <laughs> I know you did. You must not be enjoying talking to me or whatever. No, I am, but 
I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> no, I don't know. What do you mean? People don't. People need to get back to their lives. <laughs> <laughs> what? We are people's lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you said you had a... Oh, I had this funny story. Okay. So have you ever heard of the Calhoun shot? Wait, I, 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 I feel like I have, but I don't know what it is. Or the Immaculate Connection. No, I don't think I've heard of that one. They were nicknames when um, spectator Don Calhoun, during a timeout in the third quarter of a Chicago Bulls game on April 14th, 1993, made a full court shot, three throw, and made a basket. And the um, there was a promotion if that if you made that basket, you got a million dollars. Okay. Well, he made the basket. Okay. Well, and the fans go crazy. Everything's great. Everyone goes home and thinks he got the money. Never got the money. Never got the money because the insurance company, you know, because all that's insured, they voided the payment because Calhoun played college basketball before, and that violated the rules. What? what where is this? In the fine print somewhere? It, well, yeah, and I'm sorry. If they pick you out of the crowd right. to throw the basketball. You're not going to know the right. fine print. Right. Oh, they—they they got he's got to sue him. He probably did. He no, he didn't have to. You know why? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan just paid up. No, he did not pay up. He said, "You're gonna fucking pay this guy." Yeah. You're gonna pay him his money. Otherwise, all you and all your associates will never do any any business. We are not gonna use your insurance company for anything. You're all out of here. And there go. You're just a player. Not <laughs> <laughs> just a player. Yeah. yeah. How'd well, that go over? Well. Mr. Calhoun got $50,000 a year for the next 20 years. <laughs> All right. All right. Good good for him. Yes. There and was good for such outrage that Michael Jordan said, no, we made, we made them pay him. Because they did the whole thing with the fake check, and he did the commercials, oh, yeah. and the whole oh, thing. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he, he lived up to his part of the bargain. So, well, yeah, and, and so, you know, he's there... It was great for ratings and like every the fan fans are going nuts. The Bulls were going nuts. Going, right. look at this guy, he made it, and you know they gave him a big huge check uh, um, on the sidelines there, and um, then they said, oh no, we're not going to pay you. Yeah, that's dumb. And uh, so, yeah, so I thought that was an interesting story, and. Sometimes lately I've heard some not so great things about Mr. Jordan, but um I'll take that one. I'll take it. Yeah, he's not usually he's not a great guy. Really? No. I thought I don't know. I've I've had I've had people a lot of times sort of defend that and sort of like, look, you know, he's just a guy and he does these things and like what do you expect from him, right? So I've had mm, people kind of I expect it. Mm. You you expect more. I do expect more. <laughs> Like like my um, boyfriend Charles Barkley. <laughs> so. All right. Well, you got a lot more you want to talk about then. You said you we were mad that I was kind of bringing things. Well, to a I close. like how you go. You're talking too much. Stop. You, you must stop now. <laughs> we're done with you. <laughs> we're done with you. <laughs> Are you really done with me? Because that would be a dev, make make for a difficult night for you. Yeah. Well, that would be a whole different show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I have another like dozen things, but I don't we'll think pick we, one. Just pick one. They're they're not as good as the stuff you have. I mean, I'll have. Um, I'll tell you. Just give me the headlines. I'll tell you if it's good. 
Well, well, you talk about the polling thing, and um, you know, you saw that there's that poll, you know, where Trump won in what's five or six, five out of six um, swing states or whatever. And you were mm-hmm. talking about how polling, mm-hmm. you can't really trust polling or whatever. But I guess my main point of that is all these people that think they're going to be saved from Trump by because of the DOJ or the Supreme saved Court. Saved from Trump? Yeah, like somehow he they don't have to worry about him because he's going to go to jail or he's going to get... He's not going to jail. Well, and also it won't make any difference. Like it won't make any difference to be if he... It, first of all, none of them are going to happen by that time because of appeals and everything else. Secondly, it won't make any difference, right? And third, you know, if you're just expecting like there's all these cases to keep him off the ballot. Yeah. To keep him off the ballot. And somehow that, you know, it's not going to work. I mean, the only way, if you're going to be saved from Trump, it's going to be the ballot box. And right now, it's a 50-50 shot. And, you know, like I say, he's... What were, the, what were the polls in Ohio? Many times at this time in the past, an incumbent president has been behind. What were the polls in Ohio oh, I don't know. last election? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I do know. You do? Yeah. Okay. They were not... The way the vote went, I think what I saw is something like they were. It the was exit close. polls were. Well, but the some of the previous, you know, the before the election polls, you know, were saying it would probably win, but it would be close. But it won by a pretty. Some of those cases, some of those things won by a pretty significant margin. Okay. I can't listen to polls, and you're right. You pick terrible stories. <laughs> <laughs> yes, terrible story. Well, I mostly mentioned because you mentioned it before, but. Yeah. I just can't believe, I mean, yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you, how about this one? Astronomers detect a black hole at the earliest stage of growth observed to date. So this would be, was just 470 million years after the Big Bang. So that would mean, you know, that would be super early in, in the uh, history of the universe. That there already was a black hole at that time. So that's pretty wild. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's all you got to say. Black, Okay. <laughs> There's some similar research that oxygen levels were pretty high fairly early in the life of the universe, which means probably life could have happened pretty early in, you know, maybe millions, hundreds of millions of years ago in certain places. So some, that was some interesting stuff, too. Some life, uh, there had to have been some, some life somewhere. Yeah. Well, so okay, that, I'll give you this one and see if this either blows your mind and you just go, or you just yell at me. <laughs> you guys, I don't yell at him. <laughs> But uh, why are you laughing? I don't yell at you. You don't. I, I get it. I didn't. You weren't yelling right then at all. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time in our marriage where I yelled at you a lot. <laughs> no. But you, well, you needed training. <laughs> I needed training. But um, okay. So think of this for a second. Here's your thing to ponder. So here we are now at this time in the universe, and we're like. We can see the universe. We can see the stars. Right? We can see what's out there. Even, you know, even if you didn't have technology, you can look up and see stars. Right. But, and so because we're, at this, we're here at this point in the universe's evolution or progress or timeline, you can do that. You can look up and see a bunch of stars. Well, that got us interested in like, what's going on up there. Like, what's that all about? But if we were later in the history or in the timeline of the universe... Or someone that comes along later and can look up and see things, there won't be any. There won't be hardly any stars because you know the, all the everything's separating out, right? Because the Big Bang and the explosion, everything's getting farther away. So you won't see very much. You'd be like, eh, that doesn't look very interesting. What's going on up there? Eh, not that much. It'll just be black, like nothing going on. 
You're talking about millions of years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. No, we won't do that, but some, uh, maybe some Shut other millions intelligence. Of year, millions of years from now. And they now. would look up and not see stars. And that would be like weird, right? Okay, so you were also assuming that there's going to be no other explosions, no other... That the, the stars are there that are finite, and they're going to... Um, they're going to disappear. Stars appear all the time. No, but they'll be so far away, nobody can see them. You don't think there's going to be another explosion that's going to shoot up more stars? Well, that's air? a whole different universe, like not in this universe. I think in this universe. There's... No, not in this universe. Are there's some... no place for those explosions to come from. Sure there is. <laughs> no, there isn't. Why well, are you such a hater? I guess it depends on <laughs> how, how you look at things. But but yes, I don't know. That doesn't like you, doesn't kind of blow you. Like, we're lucky enough to be at this time when we can actually see this much of the universe and go, oh, wow, there's these galaxies way out we're there. We're lucky enough to be at this time. Absolutely. We could see these things. We can understand them somewhat. We can track them somewhat. But yeah, a million years from now, they're going to look up and that sky's going to look very different. Well, yeah. Is it going to be less stars, more stars? Is it going to be... Way, way less, because everything's far, farther apart. Stop. That, that's if, if everything stays on track. That's if, What if that asteroid does hit the world? What if the asteroid does hit Mar on Mars and kind of moves things, the whole nine planets... Uh, oh, yeah, and Saturn's losing its rings? Yes. How about that? Yes. So... So you're assuming that just everything's just going well, to... No, stop. But at the universe stop. level, that's what's happening. It just can, it's going to continue to expand. It is expanding. It is expanding. And but it's you're expanding saying that nothing else is going to come into it. No, what there is that? nothing else. That is, that is the We're the. We're shooting a lot of shit up there right now. Yeah, but that's that's pebbles in the sand. I mean, that's nothing, right? <laughs> pebbles in the pebbles are big in the pebbles sand. are big in the sand. You're right. That's pretty big, but it's nothing. You know, it's not. But yes, they're gonna look up. It's gonna look very different. I do agree. I do totally agree on that. But you're talking millions of years. It's right. not like our grandkids or our great grands no, are gonna no, look up no. and go. Tell us what it was like when there was a moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I'm just talking about some other species somewhere in some other planet what somewhere else. What do you mean some else. other species? Well, some other life form that happens somewhere else that comes along 100 million years from now. They'll have I thought a very... you were talking about the view from Earth. No, I'm talking about the view from wherever they are. The view from anywhere. Yeah, I mean, so 100... from... you, Earth won't be here then. Earth is gone then, right? Earth is gone then. Oh, no, we'll save it. No, we won't save it for that now because the sun will be a red giant and then the earth is going to burn up. So earth won't be here then, but right. some other planet somewhere else, some other, you know, solar system somewhere else and some species becomes able to look up at the stars. Should, They're going to get a way different picture of the we world. We should ask um, a priest about that and say, what is their universe going to look like in 10,000 years? No, 10,000 is not enough. No, you got to talk. I'm, talk I'm talking 100 million. Oh, 100 million. Yeah. Well, yes, of course, duh. I'm not talking a measly million. <laughs> well, I, was, I said a million. A measly million. I said a million, and you said yes. Uh, I'm sorry, way more than that. But yeah, it'll be a whole different view that the, those whatever beings will get. Yes, I, I agree. And so, if you didn't see any stars, you think we would have like started to think about astronomy, and we would have started to think about like what's out there? No, there's nothing out there. So, like, why am I going to pay attention? Do you think our history is going to? Um, survive to for a million years i don't think so um well we got the spaceships out there with the naked people on them then <laughs> a record there's like a beatles record isn't there i think there's a beatles record uh, that's going to be burnt up it's going to be burnt up by the sun well no because they're it's a long way from the sun now it's, it's already way out you of don't think system. the sun is going to just explode and not that far away no some other sun maybe something else maybe but our sun no it's, too, it's How already did we too know far that away beatles record hasn't already burnt up 
Um, well, we lost. Or got touch. sucked into a black hole someplace. We lost touch with that satellite. I forget many years ago. Yeah, because it's in it's a black hole. Away. It was too far away. It's gone. Yeah, it's too, the last thing it did is it turned around and took a picture, and that's the blue planet picture, where we're just a little dot. Okay. Because and Carl Sagan made it do that because he said, you know, can we just do this one thing before it leaves us? And so he had it turn around and take one last picture and send it to us. That's so sad. And that's the pale blue dot picture. That's so sad. It's not sad. It's awesome. Everything that's ever happened and ever will happen is in that one little blue dot. Ooh, I don't like that. So whatever wars we've had, whoever we fought about, it all happened on that little blue dot. What about the, the wars that we're going to have? Because exactly. On that little same little blue dot. Yeah. We're... I mean, Carl Sagan says it much better. <laughs> He and his wife didn't fight about it like we do. But you get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but of course, I, I 100% agree with that. But, you know, yeah. grant me the serenity to deal with what I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I could definitely talk to you for three more hours, but I don't think we can do that although we didn't get kicked off tonight which is nice so that's they haven't they haven't killed our channel tonight so that's nice well honey thank you for this time i i thought this was fun and we actually had a very nice weekend together another another nice weekend together where we didn't talk about stuff that <laughs> we really don't talk we like oh i really want to talk about this i gotta wait till sunday I know. <laughs> that's gonna start to be a problem it's huh? gonna be start to be a problem yeah we're just gonna have to we have a very busy week coming up oh right yeah yeah. Oh I yeah, so we won't be about... here we won't be here next Sunday, by the way. We'll, uh, we'll be, we won't be no we We'll be at the racetrack. We'll be at the racetrack, right. Um but um we have a very busy week coming up, that's what I was gonna say. A couple concerts. Oh right. A couple and a show and or the day at the racetrack. Um so we got a lot of stuff coming up. I hey, gotta get some boxing get, in. That we get to do together. Even boxing. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> See if you feel like showing up. <laughs> man, work is, work is nuts, man. Yeah. Work is nuts. And I love it so much. Yeah, you do. I do. Which is great. Yeah. So uh, I'm very fortunate to uh, live with a man that I enjoy living with. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. How was that like? I know. <laughs> I should introduce you to him. <laughs> you should introduce me to him. <laughs> <laughs> and have a job that I like and have kids that I like and... And, uh, yeah, I'm lucky. Yeah, me too. So lucky. Okay, love you. Love you. So um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I really appreciate it. Cheers. Um, well, we won't see you next Sunday live, but we'll be back uh, as soon as we can. And we'll see you there. So, yeah, thanks, Daryl, Wandering Fool, Doobie, Nathan, Coolio, and D. Jones. So that's a shared account i guess mary elizabeth mojo john bush chocolate yoda truly julie Brittany moon shelley southern i don't think i've talked to shelley before rebecca rebecca andrus and andrew johnson all were on so appreciate you guys spending time with us and we will see you next week and i don't know if you heard about it but i'm also doing a daily podcast for the month of november putting out an episode every single freaking day uh, called Outrage Science Bites, where I talk about some kind of science phenomenon or otherwise that has come up on the Outrage Overload podcast. And I just uh, sort of, um, you know, just kind of go over something something that's come up on the show before, usually in a five to ten minute episode. 
Uh, so I've done almost half of them. So now we've got the rest of the month. I'm going to do an episode every single day. You can find that on all the, you know, podcast players and all that. Outrage Science Bites. Uh, outrageoverload.net. You can scroll down. It's also at the bottom of the page. So if you want to check out that little, little daily short bites podcast and see what that's about. And that's just me. There's no, uh, I'm not talking to scientists there. That's just kind of me rambling on. So you get stuck with me. But uh, it might, might, might turn you on to some interesting science going on. So if you feel like checking that out, you can do that. And thanks for listening tonight. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much.